Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. The mic is muted. Good. <laughs> Haven't done that in quite a while. Uh, good morning, dear ones. Reverend Robert with you here today. Rev Z is off, gallivanting across the planet somewhere. Uh, I shouldn't say it that way. Uh, he's being very responsible and needed a little bit of time away and uh, is spending some time with his son. And that's what uh, life is all about. So uh, we wish him all the best and he'll be back with us next week, which means you get me. And uh, I, I, you get me this morning, and I have uh, I've got some things I'd like to talk about. Uh, but before we get there, please do hit the share button, hit the like button, hit whatever buttons in front of you. I think maybe maybe not, unless it's one that's like leave or end or something. No red X's. Uh, but please let some friends know what we're doing here on the Newswap Media Network as we start barreling into 2022. And it's the seventh already. My gosh, how did, you know, it's like, poof, there goes the first week. I, I saw a thing today. We're 0.19% of the way through the year already. Almost 2% of the way through the year already. So, uh, now more than ever, I believe. I, I heard a thing yesterday that... We're in America, and I'm going to talk to Americans today. To all our international friends, thanks for eavesdropping in. Uh, I'm sure you'll find some things that are valuable. For our American audience, we reached a turning point a year ago yesterday. And I heard a story yesterday that basically said we... Either our democracy broke completely and is completely severed and broken, which is a perspective of separation and division. I know that. And what was reassuring was the commentator said, or it was our great healing. And some just haven't realized that yet. And I have to agree with the second part of that statement and say that many haven't realized that yet. But that doesn't mean that it's not happening. And it doesn't mean that we're not moving forward in, in the healing, in the true healing of what's, what happened. Working on keeping my tea my spoon out of my tea mug so it doesn't tinkle so much. So I, I sat yesterday with this whole thing, that this remembrance, if you will, or this evaluation, if you will, 
of what some call a coup, what others call an insurrection, what some call a demonstration, and um, and what still so many can't see actually happened. And I got every perspective of that I could yesterday. I wanted to listen to as many different pundits and perspectives, red, blue, purple, green, yellow, orange, beige, whatever, of, of what January 6th is going to come to represent for this country. I guess there's, a, I didn't quite hear all of this one, but I guess there's a proposal for a, uh, for January 6th to be called Democracy Day. Okay. And, I mean, there's so much in the news right now tracing back who exactly is responsible for what happened on the 6th of January. <clears throat> I don't know. I Here's the fun part. I didn't even watch live when that happened. I could have, I guess. I, it, it was going on and people were covering it. And But when I first heard what was happening, and it was, what, about 12, 30, 1 o'clock here when I first heard what was happening, I went into prayer. I went into that place of saying, okay, hold on, um, there's something, yeah, I know this doesn't look good, but let's try to find some good in it. And if I can't see some good in it, and I couldn't, and I still don't, by the way, I still don't see the good that, other than here we are a year later having a much deeper conversation about the the future and the frailty, 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 frailty of our democracy, of our republic, of our democratic republic, however you want to say it, into the republic for which we stand. And to me, it has to be the healing. Or does it? Or is it time for the American experiment to be done? And for something different to come forward? One perspective I heard yesterday says, yeah, we're done. American democracy is over and we're headed towards either socialism or we're headed towards a dictatorship. One or the other. Or those are the choices. Now, I believe we could still change that. <laughs> I still believe that that can be different. I still believe that, I still believe, and I'm going to hold to the belief, that there is a healing upon us. When I first walked into this philosophy, many of you have heard this story, some of you maybe not. When I first worked into this philosophy, uh, 
my wife and I had seen one or two, maybe three services and uh, Sunday type services and uh, and then uh, got involved in a class. And I think and it must have been the second week of the class. We had the first week of the class on a Tuesday. And then we had the second week of the class was the 12th of September, 2001. <laughs> so here we are. You guys all know that date, right? 9-11, And for And for all the credit, our, our spiritual director at the time, our senior minister at the time, did not cancel that class. The day after, did not cancel class. When the, when the world, in many ways, was not moving, when, when everything appeared to be on the brink of chaos, and nobody really knew what or or when the next was happening. He held class, he brought us together. And 30 people in various states of breakdown, meltdown, all kinds of whatever's, about 30 some odd people piled into that church in Salt Lake City said, go ahead, explain that. I want to hear it. And as most of us were pretty new students to the philosophy, that to me was, <clears throat> that, uh, that this was important. This was this, like, I knew this is make or break time. Uh, and I've only been hanging out around here a month, maybe, if that. And, and this is make or break time. And you're under the gun here, dude. And you know it. And we all need to hear something. And I can't share and say everything that he shared. Everything that he said. But what I remember the most and what I'll never forget is the deep lesson that we have to be willing to suspend our immediate belief to hold to the good that has to be in there somewhere. And he actually said that evening, he said, oh, we have to be adamant in our belief until we see a demonstration. And sometimes that demonstration could take a decade or more. <clears throat> this was also the guy that in 2002 told me he was pretty sure that the two different religious science organizations at the time, UCSL and ICSL, would come together probably within a decade or so, is what he said to me. It was 10 years almost to the day that he said that, that, that those two organizations came together. This man had an un, a wonderfully, a, a wonderful teacher in a wonderful way 
to be able to see the vision and then hold to a vision, to a belief until he saw a demonstration. And, and so there we are on September 12th and he's saying, we have to be willing to stay diligent to find, and here's the key phrase, the collateral good, the collateral good in this event. Now notice in that, we're not saying that 9-11 was a good experience or a good event. Well, I firmly believe it was a misuse of this law. And yet that happened. And because of free will, some folks decided to do some things that went contrary, I believe, to human nature, to the nature of spirit, to the nature of the divine. And in that, they have their own experience to live because of that. And so do the rest of us. But we have to look for the collateral good and hold to, and hold that that must reveal itself. <clears throat> so truthfully, here I am a year down the road from what could have been. And let's be clear. If some, like, we, our, our democracy, from everything I could tell, we were out on the skinniest of branches you could imagine. Many, many people I don't think understand just exactly how close we were to a full-blown coup. In that, <clears throat> it, it, how close we were to that dictatorship. To the choice of the dictatorship. There were people with weapons inside our Capitol building. And if legislators had been killed, I, I know a couple of, uh, you know, there's been, I think there, four is the total. Uh, two officers, uh, the one protester, Ashley Babbitt, uh, or Bobbitt, I'm sorry. Um, and, uh, and one officer that took his own life in the, in the days and weeks following, I believe is how that, how that is. And our hearts and, and, and everything go out to all of those folks, including that young woman who listened to those that were misusing the law and and followed them into a situation into an experience that cost her her life and now our job is we have to be able to look at all of that and say there's got to be some collateral good in here somewhere not that our capital was overrun not that that um people died not that uh, and the inner sanctums of our government were breached based on a lie. I have to be willing to hold that too and say, okay, there's got to be some collateral good that comes from this. And even if I got to wait a decade to see it, I've got to be willing to stay true to it in every way. And I think, and I don't think, I know, this same principle holds true for countless, countless what we look at as challenges in our lives. 
climate change. Now, it has barely snowed here in Denver, in Colorado. The Rockies have gotten some snow, the mountains, but nowhere night where they're supposed to be, nowhere where we're supposed to be. Colorado and many of the communities are in uh, danger, dramatically dangerous drought. We just had a wildfire that's, that took out a thousand houses um, because of this, because of climate change in this drought. We're looking at major storms along the East Coast, bigger than ever before, closing down cities and travel in the whole nine yards, stranding people on highways for a couple dozen hours at a time. There's no question we're living in different times than we did on 9-11. There's no question we're living in different times than we did last year. And am I willing to hold that there is good emerging from all of this? And folks, it's kind of interesting. I'm not real big on, on the conspiracy theories, and what I'm about to share, share sounds like one, but it, um, but I don't believe it is. There's a lot of good science out there that indicates that the uh, our planet's pole, poles, north and south pole, have been known to flip, and south becomes north, and north becomes south. Now, this is based on... <sighs> Fairly good silent, I'm going to say, science. I, I, we have no true measure. I guess some of the geologists will say, well, well, this points directly to it and this points where. And so we could say there is science. I'll, I'll go that. Let's call it science. And I'm not going to judge whether it's good science or bad science. But there is science that indicates the planet could, in fact, be in the midst of a polar flip. Now, if that happens, and if that is what's happening, we're still not really even going to wake up to that for another 10 or 15 years. Even if it were, and even if it were to happen tomorrow, and all of a sudden, like, I don't think it happens that rapidly, but uh, our planet has changed over history and the geological time, I don't know why anybody believes it's not still changing. And as our planet changes, the environment on that planet must change. Our climate must change. The human spirit must change. And I believe the human consciousness must change as well. And whether you're in North America or South America or in Kazakhstan, prayers up for Kazakhstan today. Um, I, I, I'm only just really becoming aware. Uh, obviously, when there's a flashpoint, you become aware. Uh, but there's pretty violent protests happening in Kazakhstan yesterday. Uh, it uh, would have appeared for a time uh, their government was going to fall. Uh, to what their government calls terrorists, but I haven't looked at the politics to know which side is which. I'm pretty sure that's all name-calling still. I don't know. But they are on that 
growing edge of determining how people govern themselves and and I believe America's doing the same and I have to believe and I have for a very long time that I can either be moving in the direction of seeing the good, affirming the good, claiming the good, working towards the good, trusting in good, or being at the whim of what other people think is good, or being at the whim of those that are misusing these principles, this law. Our friend Linda is with us today. Good morning, Linda. I've been accused of of being naive, and I choose to stand in and see the good. Thank you for the term collateral good. Good to to see you. Thank you for being with us this morning, Linda. It's a powerful phrase. It's a powerful, powerful, powerful phrase to be able to say, I don't know, but I know. I don't know what the, co- the good is going to be. I don't know what the collateral good will be from this horrific incident, but I have to be in the place of knowing that it's going to be there. Of knowing that somehow it's going to be there. And, and that when I have the eyes to see, I shall see. Now, my... And what I see personally, what I see right now is a country expressing quite a bit of division and separation, quite a bit of misbelief in right and wrong and black and white and you and me and my side, your side and what I want to see more of is a greater show of unity. Not uniformity. (coughs) Excuse me. Not uniformity, but unity. A perspective, a consciousness, a belief system, a deep, deep commitment to find to see, to embrace, to enact the good, to be the good, to, to push the good, to promote the good. And, and that's not saying my version of good. That doesn't mean that my good is the, is the only good. If there's something that isn't good for my family, then it isn't good for me. If there's something going on that isn't good for your family, then it isn't good for you. If there's something that isn't good for those around you, it isn't really good for you because we're all one. So this is a big capital G good. This is not a, a individualized, this is my good and if, well, I'm going to have, you know. Now, Emma said there is a good in this universe for you and you ought to have it. A good for you and you ought to have it. Yes. And that has to be in alignment with the greater good, the capital G good. 
So we have to be willing to transcend the, the striving for my good at the cost of anyone else's. That's what's put us in the place we are in many ways. That's why we have the planet terror on globally. That's why we have so many of the concerns we do. So we have to be willing to look at how does my good and your good mash, mesh up? How do they fit together? How do we get to play together? How can we work together? These are big questions. These are big ta- challenges. These are big times. And that's what New Thought Media Network is here and is all about, is to meet these challenges, to step into the breach, if you will, and not be sucked into the you're wrong and the vitriol and the but to stand to to step into the midst of this amazing change that is upon us on a on a global scale we are in the midst of epochal epical epical uh, ep, epo, epic uh, epoch epoch right an epoch change a massive change on every level on every ex- globally mentally human how we relate how we connect how we communicate how we do church it's all up for grabs so yes wayne be the good that's all it really takes is be the good thank you wayne <laughs> be the good Folks, you're watching Ministers Talking Shit. Normally, you get to hear about half as much of me and uh, an equal part of my brother LZ and his perspective on these topics. He's off on a beach, I believe, in Mexico, uh, enjoying a little bit of time away with his son. And, oh, yes. Thank you, Linda. Yes. The beautiful lotus flower grows out of mucky water, grows out of the mud and the muck and the mire. And we are doing the same. I've got to get out of here for today, so I want to welcome, say thank you for being with us. If you have something you'd like us to talk about, if you know of a guest you'd like us to interview, uh, whatever it might be, please let us know, ministertalk at ntmedia.org. And we want to say thank you to all of our committed givers, all of those that make this possible, and uh, invite you to become part of our contributing givers program it's really easy all you have to do is head over to the website ntmedia.org click on the donate button pick a monthly donation of any amount and you'll get your name in the movie thank you center for spiritual living denver for your continued support Thank you, Center for Spiritual Living Midtown Atlanta, for your monthly contribution. Thank you, Center for Spiritual Living North Jersey, for your monthly contribution. And please help us welcome Ohm Center for Spiritual Living in La Mesa, California. Thank you for your monthly donation. And a special thanks to Hefferland Foundation for your generous technology grant. And Suze Ajit, thank you for your very generous donation. And a big shout out to all our committed donors.
thank you, thank you to all of our committed donors here on the New Thought Media Network. And hey, it's Friday. That means today's the day. And now the good news starts at 5 p.m. Mountain Time, a half hour of good news stories brought to you every week by the good news team here on New Thought Media What Network. Please join us at 5 for the good news. I'm out of here for now, folks. I'm Rev. Robert. It's uh, We're coming up into our morning routine please catch uh, uh <laughs> please catch our dear friend seku writes uh with be your own hero starting in just about 15 minutes morning prayers at 8 15 rev melissa with the morning sip at 8 30 wake up say thank you with rev steph at nine as i said i'll be back at five with the good news and our dear friend pastor michael mangus will be with us with the fireside chat at six I'm Rev Briz. I'm out of here for now. I love you. I appreciate you. I thank you so much. I can't wait to be with you again. Until next time. Peace.